This is The Pet Show with America's favorite pet expert, Warren Eckstein. Warren's the author of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want, How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want, and he's here to answer all your pet and animal questions. Now, say hello to Warren Eckstein. Is your French bulldog acting ferocious? Are you being challenged by your calico? Have you been conned by your little chihuahuas? Well, if you love animals, and I know you do, care about wildlife and the environment, and want to learn how your dogs and cats really think and and why they behave the way they do, stay tuned because once again, right here, right now, it is time for the Pet Show, America and Canada's first and only real pet psychology, training, pet behavior, and of course, pet lifestyle show. So hop up on my couch, bring those adorable little furry buddies with you because it's that time once again to let the animal analyzing begin. Hello, everybody. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show, the place where we absolutely, positively, never, ever, ever a doubt about it, love, adore, and as I stress every single week, respect pets and animals as much as you do. By the way, if you'd like to join me on the Evergrowing Pet Show family, if you want to find out why your dog is digging holes, why he hates other dogs, he chases skateboards, he doesn't come when you call him, or your cat scratched your favorite chair, has no idea what the litter box is all about, you get it. If you have a question or a comment about your dog or cat, great time to give me a call. And by the way, just in case you may be a new listener or even a regular listener to the Pet Show, Everyone, everyone that calls into the show and does in fact get through to me live on the air today will be getting a fabulous gift, not for you, but for that beautiful dog or cat. As you know by now, many of the items I give away on the pet show are 25, 35, 40 bucks and more. So it's a great time to give me a call. I'll answer your pet and animal questions and a great gift will be on its way. The phone number here at the pet show, 877 725 8255 8777258255 8777258255 that is the way to get through plenty of time for your calls lots of great stuff to give away here are some of the topics i would love to share with you guys today but as you know by now i never get to all my topics why because your phone calls your comments your stories your questions are always my priority Here's the topics of the day. Is your cat really trying to kill you? You heard me right. Is your cat really trying to kill you? Coming up, how to tell when your favorite feline is ready to attack. Also coming up on today's show, if you could prevent your pets from getting certain diseases, wouldn't you? One of the most important things you can do to keep your pets healthy. Also coming up, you know, I've been called, imagine this, eccentric, I've been called a bit weird, and a few more I can't share with you on the radio. But hear me out on this. Is your dog or cat in need of a makeover? Are they going through a midlife crisis? Stay tuned. I got the answers. Plenty of time for your questions and comments. Lots of great pet stuff to give away. So 
If your pet happens to be chewing, jumping, confused about the litter box, not housebroken, poor dog suffering with separation anxiety, your cat's depressed, your dog chases everything that moves, your cat just scratched your favorite chair, and your dog really, really believes that it's his job to hump everything he sees, give me a call. That's what this show's all about, helping you cope with your pets, more than likely helping your pets cope with you. Again, that number, 877-725-8255, and the question of the day, do you feel comfortable? <laughs> do you feel comfortable asking your pets for advice? I do all the time. But do you feel comfortable asking your dogs and cats for advice? Give me a call. I'll send you a great gift. 877-725-8255. By the way, coming up in the second hour, the last half hour, joining me is someone I consider. And I get more questions about pet food. No one knows what's good, what's bad food. So today, joining me in the second hour is Dr. George Fahey, by the way, Professor Emeritus of Animal Nutrition Sciences at the University of Illinois. Dr. Fahey, I'm not going to go into his background. It will take me the whole show. But coming up in the next hour, uh, actually in the next, the last half hour of the show, we'll be talking to Dr. Fahey. I'll be asking questions about pet food, and you'll find out what and why you should be feeding your dogs and cats what you do. 877-725-8255. Let me get right to the phone calls now, and let's go to Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, I'm so happy to talk to you, and I've been listening to you um, for years and years and years. I have a little kitty, um, seven months old. We adopted him at two months. And very long story short, he was just the cutest little thing, always being very affectionate, laying on our laps. And he's sort of my kitty. My husband got him for me because I've never had one of my own. And um, he was laying on our laps and looking at us lovingly with those great big beautiful eyes and, you know, letting us pet him. And now every time I reach to pet him, and we, we're very loving people. We feed him. He's just, you know, we play with him all the time. Every time I reach to pet him, he wants to bite. So okay, so let me let me ask let me ask you let me ask you a question. Okay, how gentle, and not on purpose, but you know, men don't realize very often how strong our hands are. Um, how gentle is your husband with the cat? And I mean that seriously, not that he's harming the cat and that they wants to, but sometimes even myself, you pick him up and we don't realize the strength of our own hands. We drop him from two feet off the ground. Any of that taking place? No, he's super gentle. We have three other cats and, um, everybody calls him the animal whisperer because all animals come to him. So he's super gentle with them. Okay, so here's what you need to understand, okay? Obviously, the cat was separated from its litter mates. Were there other cats in the litter, other kittens in the litter? Just um, one other kitten in the litter. Okay, so he was with only one other kitten till the time he was eight weeks old. Kittens and puppies learn how to react with each other when they're very, very young. So, for example, it's very common for kittens to bite on each other, and that's the way they learn how to hunt. They learn how to play, but at the same time, kittens have fur. You and your husband don't, so it hurts a lot more. So, And also the fact that he was separated from the other litter mates that young. So here's what I want you to do. Generally speaking, before a cat reacts in an assertive or an aggressive way, there are indications. The pupils will dilate. The ears might go back. All of these things, they might even actually make themselves look smaller. So the minute your cat reacts in an aggressive way, get up, 
turn your back and walk away. Don't yell. Don't scream. Don't say no. Don't sing a song. The minute the cat shows any aggression, get up and walk away. The reason the cat is being aggressive with you, it's not because he's an aggressive cat. He's looking for that attention. The way he got that attention with the other kitten was biting him. That's what he's trying to do with you. The other kitten didn't walk away, so it was reinforced on a consistent level. By you walking away, whenever the cat displays that type of behavior, he'll start to realize nothing gained by it, therefore why do it? So no yelling, no screaming, no knock it off, no break, none of that. Just get up and walk away. If you're consistent with that, you'll start noticing the biting will definitely start to dissipate little by little and eventually disappear. But as long as you confront it in an assertive way or any way, what's going to happen at that point, it's going to get worse. Get up, walk away. That's the resolution for your problem. I deal with biting cats all the time, and very frequently, it's when there's only one or two kittens left in the litter. They've been separated too young, and then they find somebody who's loving like you and your husband, and they try to become assertive with you the way they were with the other kitten, which doesn't necessarily work out good for them. So follow my advice, Cheryl. I'm sure it's going to work for you. All right, and may I ask one super quick question? Yeah, go ahead. Thank you so much. We have another cat, um, Himalayan, two years old, and I'm sorry, Persian, so sorry. Two years old, um, absolutely precious, very loving, and he was diagnosed with autoimmune disease because um, his gums were extremely inflamed. He had to have a steroid shot, some other type of shot, and um, he's got very, very bad breath. And, um, you know, sometimes he wants to eat, sometimes he doesn't, because probably his gums are in pain. And they said that the worst thing that could possibly happen is they would remove all of his teeth at some point, um, which would help him. Do you believe in that? I don't believe in taking all the teeth out unless there's no other option. If there's all infected and it's a major problem, then you have to work with your vet. But before you do anything like that, it's always a good idea to go to a veterinary dental specialist that they do have. I see you live in Southern California, so you can go to the Southern California Veterinary Medical Association, go to their website, find a veterinarian that specializes in dental care. That would be my next step. Thank you so much for all of your time. Have a great day. Cheryl, don't go in. I'm going to put you on hold, Cheryl, and I am going to send you for your cat. I'm going to send you a copy of How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want, and I appreciate that phone call. Let me take a quick break. When we come back, we have Donna in Delaware, Lisa, California, Tom, Michigan, Todd, Vermont. I'm coming up to Vermont in a few months, Todd. Maybe I'll stop off and say hello. Plenty of time for your calls. Lots of great stuff to give away. 877-725-8255. Now, you guys know by now, with all all the foods on the market, I decided to feed my new adopted guys, Molly and Willie, Lucy Pet Food. And why is Lucy Pet Food my choice? It's the only pet food on the market with prebiotic balanced fiber. But listen to me carefully. The benefits of Lucy Pet Food go way, way beyond that. I want you to hear from a friend of mine. And by the way, Lucy Pet Food is now being used by police departments, organizations, and people like you and me all over the country. I want you to hear from my friend, Danny Katzen, who, by the way, is the senior canine officer for the Oxnard Police Department. Danny, I know how much you love your dogs. I know you've been working with police dogs for well over 20 years. And just like people, when dogs feel good, they work better. And like professional athletes, these dogs that you work with have to be on the top of their game every time you go out on patrol. So with all that being said, why is it that Oxnard Police Department and yours truly, Warren Eckstein, chose to feed Lucy Pet Food? And what are some of the benefits you guys have been seeing since you started feeding them Lucy Pet Food? 
when I started using Lucy Pet, I immediately saw a difference in the dog's drive, how healthy he is, how happy he is. At times, we're actually using the food as a reward system while training the dogs because they like it so much. These dogs are running at a high level all the time. And sometimes when we're out on a call, we got one shot at it and we got to get it right. We got to make sure that dog is healthy and happy and ready to go. Hey, Danny, I appreciate that for all the amazing work you and your officers do keeping us all safe. And thanks to Lucy Petford for keeping our dogs healthy and happy. Lucy Pet Forms like Pet Food is available at Amazon.com. And if you're a Prime member, shipping is free. It's also available at Chewy.com. But let me recommend, they got some great deals going on for you. I want you to log on to their website, LucyPet.com. Just L-U-C-Y, LucyPet.com. Incredible deals going on at LucyPet.com today. So check it out, LucyPet.com or Amazon.com or Chewy.com. Give your pets food. Give your pets the food. I feed my own pets. Nothing better than Lucy Pet Food. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein, host of The Pet Show on this very station. Over 30 years ago, I developed my Hugs and Kisses supplement for both dogs and cats to control your pet shedding, dander, dry skin, and hairballs while improving your pet's immune system. Hear what one caller says about Hugs and Kisses. You know what? Riley loves the Hugs and Kisses, and they keep his coat just absolutely fantastic. Um, You know, there are a lot of allergies here and pollen and things like that, and um, he doesn't have it. So uh, I think I attribute it to Hugs and Kisses. No matter what you order at ThePetShow.com, shipping is a flat $5. Visit ThePetShow.com or call 1-800-430-4847. That's 1-800-430-4847. 1-800-430-HUGS. And log on to ThePetShow.com, home of $5 shipping. My Hugs and Kisses supplements are also available as an Amazon choice on Amazon.com with free shipping for Amazon Prime. Ah, no cross-eyed cats here on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Great time to give me a call. 877-725-8255. Plenty of time for your calls. And as I said, everyone that calls in and gets to me live will get a great gift for their dog or cat. You can lie to them. You can tell them you gave it to them. You don't have to tell them I sent it to you. 877-725-8255. We're going to go to uh, Lisa first. And we got Donner in Delaware, Tom in Michigan, and Todd in Vermont. But right now it's Lisa. Hey, Lisa, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, Warren. Thanks so much. Number one, in answer to your question, yes. I, I always check with my dogs to see if they like the clothes I'm wearing. <laughs> really? Do you like this outfit? Uh, should I put on heels? Should I, I wear flats that. today? Does this go with this? All right. All right. There you go. <laughs> Lisa, um, thank you thank you for making me feel normal, Lisa, by the way. <laughs> yeah, or you and I are both weirdos, one of the two. Um, there you go. So I, I have a uh, year-and-a-half-old uh, dog named Moose. He's kind of what I call a gourmet mix. He's a mix of Boxer, um, Staffordshire Terrier, and Chihuahua, if you can believe it. It's good old, so, good old, good old generic dog. Yeah, exactly. I call him my gourmet mix. Um, but <laughs> he... Um, He was separated from his litter at five weeks, and so he never had that bonding. His big issue, or our big issue, there are two of them. First one is he is afraid of so many things, not people, but things. Um, If, for instance, we got new chairs for the outdoors, not big chairs, just normal chairs to go around our outdoor table, he would not go near them for probably two weeks. 
um, we were out doing some work in the yard and we have a big like rock. He won't go near the rock. He's terrified of it. Um, if I bring in groceries, He's terrified of the bags. All right, so let so, me let me let me tell you what's going on here. Okay, you have a dog that probably never was exposed to these items before, and therefore he was with the other dog, right? Till he was how old? Five weeks. Okay, which is you know, so he didn't have, as you said, he didn't have the opportunity to work a lot of things out. And then believe me, one or two weeks, and between five weeks and eight weeks, is a lot of difference in psychological and emotional growth for a puppy. What I would be doing at this point, and this is something I learned many years ago when I was studying in Europe, is what we call counter conditioning. Whatever the dog is afraid of, one at a time, though, you can't do it all in a blank statement. Let's say he's afraid of paper bags. What I would do is I would bring a paper bag, leave it on the floor just lay alongside of it and what I would do is let him see you pulling treats and toys out of the paper bag and that's enough for the day a minute or two that's enough positive association for that day the next day I might do it again the next day I might do it again so what we're going to do is take his fear of a plastic or, or paper bag and convert that into wow look there's another paper bag in the house that means treats and toys for me that's one way to do it if for example I had a dog that was afraid of that incredibly large rock what I would do is find the distance from that rock where the dog feels comfortable and I would just sit there on a chair and hang out with him there and little by little when he starts to realize there's no danger of the rock gradually you can take them closer and closer and closer. I've had dogs I had to do this with in terms of getting them near water. So anything that the dog is afraid of, and I, I want, and you, thank you for calling, because so many people say, oh, I'm getting angry at the dog, he's afraid of this, he's afraid of that. Anything the dog is afraid of, it's called counter conditioning, take it and little by little, Expose him to it, always ending positive. As a matter of fact, if he's afraid of noises, you would record the sound of a noise. So the paper bag first, the rock second, and any other problem, the same exact thing, little by little, he will come around, I promise, Lisa. Okay, and so can I have a, just a quick follow-up? Is his licking... Yeah, I, I, I got one minute, got 10 seconds. Related to that? Go ahead. Is his licking uh, of everything related to that anxiety? Yeah, absolutely. In other words, you know, we use our hands, we crack our knuckles, smoke a cigarette, dogs lick, lick, lick. So when you notice him licking, you can know right off the bat that he's anxious. Okay. That's what hey, I don't, no, thanks so Lisa, much. don't go anywhere, Lisa. I'm putting you on hold. I'm sending you a copy of how to get your dog to do what you want. There's a whole chapter in there on counter conditioning. Make a big difference for you. Hey, the phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. Donna, Tom, Todd, Jerry, we'll be right at you. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is the Pet Show. Ah, here, kitty, kitty. We are back on the pet show. Let's get back to the busy phone lines here. We're going to my friend Donna from the great state of Delaware. Hey, Donna, welcome to the show. Can you hear me? Oh, hi, Donna. How you doing? Um, I'm fine, thanks. Yeah, what's your question okay. for me, Donna? Okay, um, I have an eight-year-old Shih Tzu, and um, I've had him to the doctor about three times because he has a hemorrhoid. I've given him a special diet. They give me medicine to give to him. And then nothing really seems to help. Okay, so in other words, it was definitely diagnosed as hemorrhoids because sometimes hemorrhoids are misdiagnosed about anal glands that are impacted. Um, so if the, a couple of things you should look for. Is he scooting his butt on the ground a lot? No. Okay, is he licking that back area, the butt area a lot? Occasionally, yes. Okay, that, those, are, those are the most common signs of, of a dog having hemorrhoids. But as I said, very often, uh, it's, but you've been to the vet and the vet says it's not impacted anal glands? Right. He has. He actually is all swollen back there. Okay. Did the vet recommend that you give him a higher fiber diet? Um, no, 
not really. He, he recommended that I give him a soft diet. However, um, he's a very picky eater. Okay, but let me explain so, something to you. Let me just explain this to you, okay? When you have a dog whose stool is really, really hard, that can cause a hemorrhoid problem. So what I'm suggesting is you might want to speak to the vet and say, listen, can I throw some sweet potato in there? Can I throw some uh, some pumpkin in there? I give my dogs pumpkin, a little pumpkin every day. So those are the things you might want to ask. In terms of it being swollen in that back area, you might want to get a second opinion at this point. So in other words, if the vet's saying it's not impacted anal glands, then the other option is in fact hemorrhoids. And the treatment for hemorrhoids for a dog is primarily some medications, which they may be on, but equally as important is making sure the dog is getting a diet that's a little higher in fiber. So those are some of the things that I, I think you should ask your vet at this point, and just to make sure, and I'm assuming the vet checked to make sure the anal glands aren't impacted, and it is in fact hemorrhoids, but diet can change in a little medication. So I would definitely get a second opinion at that point. See if you uh, can ask your vet about adding some uh, some fiber as well okay okay like i said he's um he's a very picky eater um he def- he wants to eat from the table which i don't normally do but yeah but so but what so what you do is take some of the food that that he won't eat Put it in a, a container alongside food that he loves, like food from the table. Let it sit in the refrigerator overnight. Then take his food out. Leave your food alone. Take his food out of the pl- uh, Tupperware. Pop it in the microwave. Warm it up. This way, now his food smells like the food on the table, and he'll be more apt to eat it. And then, you, again, speak to your vet about a little uh, sweet potato or, or a little uh, uh, pumpkin. I think that might make a difference, but I would get a second opinion at this point. Okay, thank you. Thank Donna, you. Th- thank you from the great city of Delaware. I'm put you on hold, Donna. Don't go anywhere. And I am going to send Donna. I don't want to change your food at this point, Donna. So what I'm going to do instead of that, I am going to send you a T-shirt that says, None of my friends walk upright. Call me back a few months down the road once we get rid of this hemorrhoid problem with your dog and we'll go a little bit further. 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. That is the phone number. Uh, we are going to, I guess we're going to Tom in Michigan. Hey, Tom, welcome to the Pet Show. Well, thank you, doctor. Thanks now for you, taking my call. You can call me Warren, Tom. That's okay. What's up? Okay, Warren. We have, and I say we have because this is my wife's absolute favorite person in the world, a 12-year-old English bull. And, and she is, now she's beginning to sleep about 23 hours a day. She's slowing down a lot. But worse than that, she's got spots on her skin that are from anywhere from a dime to a quarter size, and they're kind of uh, moist spots, and we try to treat them, but, but we're not having a lot of luck treating them. Yeah, but you have to figure out what's causing the spots first. In other words, you know, bulldogs have a lot of folds in their skin, and very often the moisture gets in there, and they get a little skin infection. So that might be part of it. With some older dogs, what I definitely recommend is that if you have a dog like a Sharpay or a bulldog that has a lot of skin, you try to wipe those folds out as best you can. That's number one. Number two is the spots on the skin. You know, as our dogs get older, just like as people would get older, they sometimes they get age spots. So that might be part of it as well. Uh, but it sounds to me, how old did you say the dog was, Tom? She's 12 years old. Okay, so she's an older bulldog at this point. Uh, what's the vet saying at this point? 
has given us some uh, shampoo to treat her, but but not really saying anything about finding out what's causing it. Yeah, I think at 12 years old, I mean, again, treating the problem, you need to find out what's causing the problem. And I think you might want to push your vet a little bit more and find out what's causing it. In the meantime, uh, I don't know what type of shampoo he recommended or what he's recommending at this point uh, because of the spots on the skin. Uh, But I'm going to do this, okay? Uh, Tom, I'm going to send you a jar of my own Hugs and Kisses supplement. The number one ingredient is all natural lecithin. In fact, I'm going to do a commercial as soon as I get off the air with you. Uh, It's my own spot, my own commercial and my own product. I've had it and invented it with the top vets. It's almost 30-something years ago today. Uh, The number one ingredients lesson. Let's try that, but I think you need to push your vet a little bit more at this point, maybe just drying out those folds, see if that makes a difference. If not, getting a second opinion from a veterinary dermatologist may be the way to approach it, Tom. Okay, good. We can do that. All right, that's the way to go. Anyway, don't go anywhere. I'm going to put you on hold, and a jar of my own hugs and kisses supplements will be on its way, and I do appreciate that phone call. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. Marty, Todd, don't go anywhere. Great time to call me. Got plenty of time to answer all of your pet questions. Lots of great stuff to give away. Remember, coming up in the last half hour of today's show, the most important show I've probably done because we're going to talk about pet food. A lot of people have no idea. Should I feed grain? Should I not feed grain? Do I need organic, not organic? What type of food should I feed? What foods are there out there? What problems can I have? What's the difference between probiotics, prebiotics? We'll get all of those questions answered by an amazing guy, Professor Emeritus of Animal Nutrition at the University of Illinois, joining me later in the second hour, in the last half hour, Dr. George Fahey. But right now, let me brag a little bit, okay? You just heard me send someone my own, Tom in Michigan, my own hugs and kisses, vitamin, mineral, supplement treats. And here's why. I developed hugs and kisses almost 30 years ago. And I worked with the top veterinary nutritionists and dermatologists in the country. Why? Because on all the TV shows I did and, and all the radio I did, whether it be the Today Show, The Tonight Show, The Letterman Show, Regis and Kathy Lee, The Mickey Mouse Club, all I heard consistently from pet owners is, Warren, our dog and cat skin is dry. They're shedding like crazy. My cat has hairballs. Uh, what can we do about this? So listen to me carefully. The Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats, as I said, the number one ingredient is natural lecithin, will help control excessive shedding, dander, dry skin, and hairballs, and at the same time, will strengthen your dog or cat's immune system, and we all know how critical that is. Now, not only are my Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplements now available at my website, but listen carefully. You can get them at my website, thepetshow.com. Just remember that, T-H-E, thepetshow.com, or you can call my office directly. And you only speak to one person when you call my office. That's my assistant. Her name is Julie. If Julie isn't there, she will call you back. So write this number down. You can call Julie at my office at 1-800-430-4847. 1-800-430-HUGS. 1-800-430-4847. So if your dog is suffering with excessive shedding, dander, dry skin, hairballs, and your dog smells and it's just not comfortable, Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats should be right along alongside his food dish every day. Hugs and Kisses, and I'm excited to tell you, it's not only available at my website, but Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats have done so 
so much. They're now available at Amazon.com. And if you happen to be a Prime member, Hugs and Kisses ships for free. So check out Hugs and Kisses at Amazon.com. And now my Hugs and Kisses supplements are also available at Walmart.com, as well as my website, ThePetShow.com. Check them out at Amazon.com. Go to my website, ThePetShow.com. Read of all the five-star verified testimonials about Hugs and Kisses supplements. Those are my own with my face on the label and my signature. How many other products have been trusted and used for over 30 years to keep your dogs and cats healthy? Check out Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats today. Check them out at my website, thepetshow.com, at amazon.com, or walmart.com. Your dogs and cats will be happy you did. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. I talk all the time. I ask for their advice. What should I do? Like the lady called earlier, she asked a dog if the clothes she's wearing looks good. I'm not the only crazy person. You guys are listening to the pet show as well. 877-725-8255. Let's go to my friend Todd in Vermont. Hey, Todd, how you doing? Good, Warren. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I'm coming up to Vermont next September. My wife has never been there, so I'm going to show her New England. Oh, it's a great time in September. Beautiful. I'm looking forward to it. What can I do for you? So I have a nine-month, almost ten-month-old yellow lab that's very healthy, but uh, just likes to eat anything earthy, Uh, grass, dirt, wood pellets, burdocks at at times. And, of course, occasionally we'll throw it all up and kind of go back out and eat it again. So, so let me ask you a question. What's going on? Yeah, when was when was you when were you ever in your backyard without your dog on your hands and knees? Be honest with me, Todd. Without my dog, I'm no, haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I bring that up is a lot of people don't understand. You know, in your backyard, you might have a couple of toys out there for the dog to play with. You have a nine month old Labrador Retriever. That dog is in his teenage years at this point, so everything is exciting to him, and they're going to play with anything they can put their mouth on. If you make your backyard more interesting and you change it, he'll be more focused on what's new back there than chewing dirt and rocks and whatever else he's eating. Now, what you need to do in your backyard, I'm not recommending you build a, a playground for him, but you might want to put a kiddie pool in the back, not a, no, with no water, just a kiddie pool in the backyard, fill it with some sand, fill it with some dirt, put his toys in there so he knows that's a place to go to grab a toy. You might want to put a tether ball in the backyard so he has something to play with. You might want to put a couple of benches that he can jump over and change. So you have opportunity to rearrange the yard a little bit so it's always interesting for him. Remember, a nine-month-old Labrador Retriever just has incredible energy. And the way a child would use their hands to get rid of their energy, a dog uses their mouth to get rid of that energy. So when you have a dog with that much energy, you don't want to correct them because in his mind, he's not doing anything wrong. What you want to do is say, you know what? We're giving you plenty of opportunities now. This is fun to play with. This is not fun to play with. Do you walk him as well as letting him in the yard? Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Get, gets lots of exercise. Uh, plenty of that. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to focus on what I just said in the backyard. It's going to make a difference for you. The, the kiddie pool filled with dirt, the, the tether pole, all of that's going to make a difference in the yard for you. Watch him carefully. Make sure. I'm assuming all of his baby teeth fell out. 
Yes, they have. Okay, because sometimes they have them stuck in there. That can cause it as well. If all that fails, give me a call back. It might be something you need to go a little bit further. But let me do this, Todd. Let me put Todd on hold. And we are going to send Todd. You know what, Todd? I'm going to send you some hemp seed calming for you. I'm sorry, hemp seed joint health for your Labrador. Nine months old, he's going to need it. May help calm down some of his activities as well. Hemp seed oil for your dog on its way. Appreciate the phone call. 877-725-8255. Great time to give me a call. Plenty of time to answer your questions. 877-725-8255. Still got lots of great stuff to give away. You just heard me give away some hemp seed oil. I got author suit gold, cat's incredible litter, Lucy pet food, hugs and kisses, t-shirts and books. 877-725-8255, the phone number. You know, for a while now, you heard me talk about Lucy Pet Forms like Pet Food and about their breakthrough in nutritional advancements, as well as the fact that it's the food I choose to feed my own pets. Why? It's the only pet food on the market with prebiotic balanced fiber. I know you know what probiotics are, but it has prebiotic balanced fiber, which I'll talk to you about in just a little while. Here's why this is so important for the health of your dogs and cats. Every cat and dog has a belly, a gut. Lucy Pet Food, with that important prebiotic balanced fiber, actually supports and feeds the growth of that so good probiotic bacteria. And by supporting that good bacteria, listen carefully, that prebiotic formula helps prevent disease, improve digestion, absorption of nutrients, and really, really enhances your dog or cat's immune system. Every day, your dogs and cats are literally challenged, beaten up. Let's face it, there's viruses, bacteria, toxins, pathogens all over our house. But with Lucy Pet Formers for Life Pet Food and their prebiotic balanced fiber, your dogs and your cats will have the healthy gut and digestion they need to stay that way. Healthy pets begin with healthy food. It's that easy. That's what I recommend and feed my own pets. Lucy Pet Forms like pet food with that so important prebiotic fiber. The only food on the company uh, on the uh, only food out there with that prebiotic balanced fiber. So here's what I want to do. Lucy Pet Food is available at Chewy.com It's available at Amazon.com And if you're at Amazon.com or Chewy.com and you're a Prime member, shipping is free or do what I do. Sit on your couch Go online Log on to LucyPet.com That's Lucy. Pet.com, LucyPet.com, they have incredible offers for you guys right now. That means today at their website. So log on to LucyPet.com, check out Warren sent you, and get what I feed my pets into your dogs and cats' belly. Believe me, you'll be happier, but more importantly, your dogs and cats will be healthier. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. How come? We are back on The Pet Show. The phone number 877-725-8255. I get this often, Warren, is my cat really trying to kill me? While it seems like the movements are coming from nowhere, the truth is cats often show subtle signs that they're about to attack. So listen to me carefully. Their ears may flatten back. Their pupils may dilate. They may look a little bit smaller, actually make themselves a little bit smaller right before they pounce. If you see any of these subtle body changes, here's what you need to do. Most people say bad cat, we know, yell at the cat, spray water, whatever they do, that is all wrong. Okay, because most of the time, it's fear that's causing the cat to react that way. So if you want to resolve the problem, don't do anything. Listen to me carefully. If the cat shows aggressive behavior towards you, stand up. Turn your back and walk away. The minute you react to the cat's aggressive behavior, 
that's actually reinforcing it. So if your cat shows any of that things I just talked about, the pupils dilating, the ears going back, the flickering of the tail, turn your back and walk away. And eventually, if you're consistent, your cat will learn that that aggressive behavior gets him no attention, good or bad. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. I'm Warren Eckstein, and you're listening to The Pet Show. Warren Eckstein, the man for your pets. We try to stumble, but we haven't yet. you love animals, I know you do, care about wildlife and the environment, and want to understand how your dogs and cats behave, why they do some of the things they do, humping, jumping, digging, not using a litter box. Got a question, got a comment about your pet? Great time to give me a call. Just a reminder, everyone that calls into the pet show, guess who to be live, will get a great gift for their dog or cat. The phone number here at the pet show, 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. And the question of the day, if you answer that, I'll send you a gift as well, is, am I the only one or do you feel comfortable asking your dogs and cats for advice? Do you feel comfortable asking your pets for advice? Give me a call. Let me know. 877-725-8255. And coming up in the last half hour of today's show, I rarely do interviews on the show, but it's something so important. I get more questions about, Warren, am I feeding my dogs and cats the right food? And I'm pretty knowledgeable, but you know, when it comes to nutrition, you got to go to the experts. So coming up in the last half hour of today's show, I'll be speaking with Dr. George Fahey, by the way, who is Professor Emeritus of Animal Nutritional Sciences at the University of Illinois. We'll be talking to him. If you want to ask some questions, I'll take some more on the air from you guys as well. Uh, but it's an amazing, amazing interview coming up the last half hour. You're not going to want to miss it. 877-725-8255. That is the phone number. We are going to Yvette in the great state of Washington. Hey, Yvette, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, thank you. What can I do to help you out today? So my um, dog, every time I come home, I find Corbin or his food in his water dish. How can I break that habit? Okay, he, now let me see. I, I'm sorry to hear you. So you come home and the dog does what now? I find clothing or um, food in his water dish. So he takes your clothes and he puts them in the water dish? Yes. Tell, tell me a little bit more about your dog. Where did you get him from? How old was he? Were there a lot in the litter? Was he a rescue? What kind of dog is it? He was, he was a rescue. And um, I got him about, oh, he was one, and he's now 11. And he's been doing this for all these years? No, just for like the last six months. Really? And nothing mm-hmm. else has changed? No, he's very picky. So I've been changing his food, you know, trying to find something that he'll eat. And I don't know if that could be, you know, he doesn't like his food. He puts it in his water dish. No, very possible. You you hit the nail on the head. It's very, very possible. Sometimes they'll do that. But sometimes what happens is at 11 years old, sometimes things are a little different. Sometimes when you're gone, there might be a little anxiety or separation going on there. And what often happens is they will not, it's not unusual for a dog to, to pick up one of their guardian's clothing or, or something else and bring it near their food or their water dish as kind of a way of saying, here, this is for you. Let's share. So 
so that's a possibility as well. Um, in terms of, of uh, in terms of other possibilities, it could be a sign of a little bit of depression. Is he drinking enough water? Oh, I feel like he is. I is feel he, like he always has a cold. Is he eating enough food? Um, I feel like yes, because I do kind of feel bad. I, I mean, I, I know this is wrong, but I do share some table food because I don't feel like he's eating enough of the dog food. So maybe he's not, no. Also, maybe he's bringing his your stuff near his food dish and his water dish because he assumes eating is something he's going to get special from you somewhere else. Okay. That could be a possibility. So here's my recommendation. Try this first, okay? Try giving him two water dishes. Separate them by a couple of feet, but two different water dishes. Take his food and split that into two feedings as well. Not more food, just take the same amount of food and just separate it in two bowls, again, a couple of feet apart. I think sometimes what happens is as our dogs get older, just like with people, we get a little bit of kind of, you know, I don't want to use the word dementia, but we're not as, we don't remember as well as we used to. We get confused about certain things and sometimes we look back at what happened when we were puppies. So I would definitely recommend at this point, two water dishes, Two food dishes, that should be the resolution to your problem. You might want to raise the water dishes to about the height of a, uh, uh, a shoebox. I think that'll make a difference as well. But it sounds to me like he's going through some changes here, and he wants your items to be close to where his most important items are, which, by the way, would be his food and his water. So follow that advice. I'm sure it's going to help you. All right. Thank you. Oh, right, let me ask you a question. Do you ever ask your dog for advice? <laughs> Actually, I have a couple times. Oh, what kind of advice? Financial advice, clothing advice, uh, dating advice, marriage advice? What kind of advice? Just how to deal with my children. <laughs> how to deal with your children. There you go. Anyway, listen, <laughs> Yvette, don't go anywhere. You give him a, uh, you give him a hug and a kiss. And uh, I am, what I'm going to do is I am going to put you on hold. And Yvette, you know what? I am going to send Yvette. What do I want to send Yvette? I am going to send Yvette some... You know what, Yvette? I'm going to send you some hemp seed calming, hemp seed calming uh, oil. I think that'd be beneficial for your dog. I think it'll help with a lot of different issues. Anyway, it's on its way to you, Yvette, and I appreciate the phone call. 877-725-8255. Did you know this? That according to a new study, a brand new study, having a dog as a child is tied to a lower risk of schizophrenia as an adult, having a dog as a child is tied to lower risk of schizophrenia as an adult, which means that if you had a dog growing up, you're less apt to become schizophrenic when you reach adulthood. I guess it didn't work for me. 877-725-8255. Let's go to Laura. Hey, Laura, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi. How you doing? Good. What's up? Um, well, I have Tank here. He's a, uh, anywhere between four and five years old. He's a big old boxer chihuahua mix. I know it's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> he is a rescue dog. We got him from a gal when he was about a year old. He had worms, and he was very malnutrished and, and whatnot. So we've taken pretty good care of him. Um, but over probably the last past year, randomly I will find him has he has urinated on just a random spot on the ground in the house um he does have a dog door that he has access to all day long he's you know he has no reason why he cannot go outside or have right, but before we before we blame the dog let me do what any good pet therapist or psychologist would do is blame mom and dad okay so let me ask you the question okay have you changed anything since this started 
new flooring, yeah. new carpeting, new cleaning for the floors, different type of detergent used on a floor. Any of that change whatsoever? No. Okay, good. So that's a start. We have something to do. Well, here's what I want you to do. This is an easy problem to resolve. In other words, he's healthy. Okay, the next time this dog pees anywhere, even if you find it an hour, two hours, eight hours later, I want you to take him to a different location in your home in the same room. For example, if he pees on the left-hand side of the dining room, take him to the right-hand side of the dining room. I want you to put his leash and harness on, tie him, obviously enough room to stand up and lie down, but listen to me carefully. I want you to dab up a little bit of his urine, and I want you to take that paper towel with the urine and put it in front of the dog where he can't reach his with his paws, just out of his reach, come back at 10-minute intervals and say no just for 20 minutes. At the end of the 20 minutes, untie him, forget about it, no grudges held, clean up with a good odor neutralizer. For example, what I've just done, by taking the dog to where the accident was, all you're doing is saying to the dog, it's bad to go here. So he said, no big deal, I'll pee over there or I'll pee over there. By taking the dog to a different location and moving the accident to where he is at that different location, we're letting the dog know psychologically Logically, listen, it doesn't make any difference where you go. Whenever you pee inside, you're going to have to stay with it. Also, what I would do is after that, put some of his dry food in that area. Let me ask you the big question. Does he pee near his food dish? No. Does he pee near his bed? No. Okay, so in other words, what I'm suggesting to you is when he pees in the house, he doesn't like to stay with his own urine. Obviously, he's not peeing near his food or his bed. What you do is you take him to that different location, you put him there, you move his, uh, you move his uh, urine there on a little paper towel, come back, say no twice, once after 10 minutes, once after 20 minutes, no grudges held, no yelling, no screaming, a little bit of his dry food in that area, and I promise you, two or three times, you'll be walking around the house barefoot once again. Okay. Uh, Laura, listen, don't go in here. I'm going to put Laura on hold, and I am going to send Laura. What am I going to send Laura? What do I want to send Laura? I am going to send Laura some. You know what, Laura? I'm going to give away mood today. I am going to send you some. Um, I'm going to send you some Lucy. I'm going to send you some Lucy pet food, okay? I'm going to send you some Lucy pet food dog. Make the switch over gradually. Make all the difference in the world. Your dog will be happy. You'll be happier, and I'll be getting the best food on the market. 877-725-8255. A quick break, then right back to your phone calls. Hugs and kisses, vitamin, mineral, supplement treats. Those are my own. Listen. Take it from me. You've been listening to me for well over 30 years on the radio. Actually, 36 years. This is the only product with my name and face on the label. And here's why. I developed the Hugs and Kisses supplements with your pets in mind. I've been getting calls for years on the various TV and radio I've been doing saying, Warren, our dogs are shedding, they smell, our cats have hairballs, we want to make sure they're healthy, we want to make sure they're rich in antioxidants, we want to make sure they support the immune system. So I worked with the top veterinary nutritionists and I actually came up with the Hugs and Kisses vitamin mineral supplement treats. By the way, two different formulas, dogs and cats have different nutritional needs. So there's Hugs and Kisses for dogs and there's Hugs and Kisses for cats. Now, the number one ingredient is natural lecithin. And now, my Hugs and Kisses supplements have been a healthy daily treat for literally generations of pets. But don't take my word alone. Go to my website, go to Amazon.com, read all of the verified five-star testimonials about my Hugs and Kisses supplements. If you want to control your pet shedding, if that dander is driving you crazy and your cat is suffering with hairballs, guess what? Relief for them? Just a click away. It's worth it. Visit ThePetShow.com, ThePetShow.com, or you can order by calling my office directly. This is my number, one 
1-800-430-4847, 1-800-430 and the word hugs, H-U-G-S. And some exciting news for you guys because now my Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats are available at Amazon.com and if you happen to be a Prime member, they ship for free and Hugs and Kisses are also now available at Walmart.com. So either the Petcho.com, Walmart.com, Amazon.com, there's no reason that Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats are not given to your dogs and cats to keep them as healthy as possible every single day. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Hi, I'm Joey Herrick, founder of Lucy Pet. For over 30 years, I've created great products for dogs and cats, and in return, they gave me and my family a terrific life. To give back, I started the Lucy Pet Foundation, which provides free spay and neuter to help stop the 80,000 dogs and cats a week from being euthanized. Today, we've done over 16,000 free spay and neuters. To help fund this, I recently started Lucy Pet Products, shampoo, cat litter, and now the new pet food formulas for life. Ask for Lucy Pet Products. Thanks. Lucy Pet Products on Amazon.com and Chewy.com. Back on the pet show, I'm Warren. Next time, let me get right back to the phone lines here. Let's go to my friend Sharon. Hey, Sharon, welcome to the pet show. Hi there. How you doing today? I'm doing great. What can I do for you? I have a, a three-year-old Chihuahua. She's a sweetheart. Got her as a puppy from my granddaughter. Um, we had I gave her a Boyd Spare, a stuffed animal, and she humps it. All the time. We don't know why. It's cute. But like when we have company, it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I, yeah. So in other words, listen, right off the bat, it's, it's a male chihuahua, I'm assuming? No, female. Oh, it's a female chihuahua. That even makes my job easier. Listen to me carefully. A lot okay. of people assume that when a dog humps another dog or a dog humps a stuffed animal or a dog humps a human's leg, that it's sexual behavior. It has nothing to do with sex. I always tell people, if the dog humps your leg, don't feel flattered. It's not that your leg is that cute. What's going on here, Sharon, is dominant behavior. So even in a group of dogs, even in a group of wolves, what often happens is the humping of another dog or the humping of an object like a stuffed animal. All of that is due more to dominant behavior than it's due to sexual behavior. I mean, I get this all the time. People say to me, listen, Warren, I take my female dog to the dog park and she's humping other female dogs and I have a male dog that humps other male dogs. Does that mean there's some type of, uh, of sexual preference that they have? And it has nothing to do with sex. There's a bunch of dogs running around the park. They want to be the, the top dog or the dog in charge. So therefore, that's where the humping comes into play. So there's no reason to give your dog a copy of Play Dog Magazine. There's no reason to give them a cold shower, okay? Basically, one of the best ways to resolve that is to make sure the dog gets plenty and plenty of exercise. And in terms of the humping, what I would try to do is maybe give him other toys. And is it only just only the bear that he humps? Yeah, just the one bear. Just the one bear. No, he doesn't hump anything else. Just uh-huh. that one bear. That one bear. <laughs> Maybe you ought to call a pastor and have him get married. I don't know. <laughs> um, you can you can do one of two things, and here's here's my response. Okay, all joking uh-huh. aside, you can resolve it easily by taking that bear away, right? Or I could. Or you can leave the bear there. My advice is 
leave the bear there because the dog is already showing dominance. He's a chihuahua. Believe me, he has a little bit of she has a little bit of a Napoleon complex already. So what I would do is I would leave the bear there, maybe take it away when when the priest comes over to the house or the pastor comes over to the house. Uh, but I would let her have it, and I'll tell you why. Because it's a way of the dog getting rid of anxiety and dominant behavior without displaying it either in an aggressive way. She never growls at other people, never barks at people, doesn't hump their legs. So I think at this point, sometimes leaving it alone is the best way to go. If it's really embarrassing when people come over, maybe put down one toy Uh that she only gets when people come over and remove it at that point. But at this stage of the game, I think the humping obviously is more dominant behavior than sexual behavior. Nothing you have to be really concerned about. Okay, great. Make you feel better? Does it make you, does it make you feel yeah. better, Sharon? Yeah. Your dog, your dog uh-huh. is not oversexed? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Hey, listen, don't go anywhere. I'm going to put you on hold, and I am going to send you for your dog. I am going to send you some, uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to send you a T-shirt that says, none of my friends walk upright. Um, one of those T-shirts I had made up. And by the way, if you don't have one of those T-shirts, they are available on my website at thepetshow.com. They're great shirts. None of my friends walk upright. Pictures of animals running across the pet show on the sleeve. And the reason I talk about them so often is because... What happens is when you buy one of those T-shirts that say none of my friends walk upright, that money goes directly to my Hugs and Kisses Animal Fund, which is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we can donate that money, as we've already done in over 49 states uh, in the country. So whatever you do when you buy one of those T-shirts, what happens is those dollars go to help other organizations around the country. And by the way, if you're not following me on Facebook, check it out, facebook.com slash Depecho, and I'll tell you why. What I'm going to be doing there is doing some videos, and they're not too distant future on specific topics a little bit shorter than I can do but a little bit longer than I can do here so if you're not joining me yet sign on to facebook.com or like facebook.com slash the pet show hey coming up in just a little while I'm going to be speaking to Dr. George Fahey he's professor emeritus of animal nutritional sciences at the University of Illinois now if I want to go into Dr. Fahey's background I'm telling you it would take the entire show but Dr. Fahey is one of the most accomplished and influential compassionate animal nutritionist in the world. We'll be talking to Dr. Fahey in the next half hour. Great stuff. Like a lot of people say, Warren, do I need to feed my dog a uh, organic or inorganic? Or what about grain or no grain? Or, or, or what about uh, uh, what about this kind of food or that? We're going to get all those questions answered. Don't go anywhere. If you love your dog or your cat, what goes into their belly is what determines how they feel. Quick break, then right back to your phone calls. Dr. Fahey will be joining me in a little bit. I'm Warren Eckstein, and you're listening to The Pet Show. Back on the pet show, I'm Warren Eckstein. You know, I rarely do interviews on uh, on the show, but today I felt this was really important. So joining me now is someone I consider the go-to guy when it comes to your dogs and cats' nutrition and gut health, Dr. George Fahey, Professor Emeritus of Animal Nutritional Sciences at the University of Illinois. Uh, I, I go into his doc, Dr. Fahey's background, but that would take me uh, hours to do. Dr. Fahey, welcome to the pet show. Thanks, Warren. Glad hey, to be listen, here. I'm always glad to talk with you. You're the guy I believe when it comes to what I put in my dog and cat's bellies. But listen to me carefully. You know, I've been on the air for over 35 years. I started when I was real young, Dr. Fahey. 35 <laughs> years on the air. And it seems like for the past couple of years, all I hear about, whether it be here or seminars or lectures, is people asking about pet food. They are totally, totally confused about what they're feeding their dogs and cats. Let me give you an example. As a behaviorist, a lot 
lot of people don't understand this, that what you feed your dog really makes a difference, not only physiologically, but psychologically. For example, there's a constant communication between your dog or cat's belly and the brain that travels along nerves. Am I right there? Yeah, that's right. So in other words, if a dog's not getting the right nutrition, not only can it affect him physiologically, but can also affect him psychologically. Yeah, the the new research on that really is uh, has to do with the the microbiota, the the bacteria in the large bowel, and there's what's called a gut brain axis, and the um, metabolites that are produced in the large bowel they uh, affect what they go to the brain and then they affect behavior. So it's a it's a real thing and uh, very exciting research. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing. You know, I've always noticed, you know, having worked with over 40,000 uh, animals myself, you know, I always knew there was a correlation between if a dog felt comfortable about what it was eating and it was healthy, they're going to behave better just like a human being. And that's why I'm such a, a stickler on making sure you feed your pets properly. But let me do this. Yeah. I've been getting literally, we spoke last week on my Los Angeles show, and I've been getting literally inundated with people saying, Warren, I have so many questions about my pet food what should i feed what shouldn't i feed so i have a couple of questions for you and probably the most prevalent question i just read an article the other day grain free versus grain is there a cancer correlation between grain free or or grain or is it just something we're hearing about well uh, some people choose to not feed grains to their pet uh there's no real uh, reason uh, nutritionally why they can't do that grains are just fine but if you choose to do that you can feed grain-free formulas and uh, we can formulate very good diets uh, that have no grains but um, we have this issue now of this association between grain free and this dilated cardiomyopathy DCM and uh, so a lot of people are freaked out about that and uh, the FDA came out and, and uh, they uh, made people aware of the situation and so forth and so on. So it's a very confusing matter. A lot of people are wondering whether they should be feeding grain-free. And there's really no scientific evidence to prove that grain-free is bad by no means uh, because uh, there's legumes, peas, lentils, but, uh, then also potato is in there. These are all good ingredients. And, so, uh, so it's a, it's a, it's a pet guardian's it's a pet guardian's option at that point. Then you say, yeah, that's right. It's the it's an option. Uh, both will work just fine. Okay. So the next question that came up, and this is I get all the time, and and I'm. I'm 100, but you may disagree, but I'm 100% against feeding raw food because most people have no idea what they're doing. So, is it true raw food versus not raw raw food? What do you think? Uh, raw food is uh, is quite dangerous to feed because uh, in its, uh, its particular state, it's so prone to pathogenic invasion, and so it's you can't leave the food out very long. And a lot of times, the, even the source, it's already contaminated when people buy the raw product. Not necessarily, but it can be. And uh, as you said, people uh, don't know really how to balance diets for the the proper way for the good and the health of the dog and cat. So I'm also not in favor of it. Uh, we can we can make raw, raw food diets that are complete and balanced, but it takes a very special uh, knowledge to do that. Well, here's here's the problem I run into. Okay. 
everyone seems to be an animal nutritionist at this point. Everyone seems to be giving advice. You go to this pet store, this guy says feed this. You go to this pet store, the vet says to feed this. This one says feed that. People are going absolutely crazy. But I think probably the most important thing, and correct me if I'm wrong, is balance. Right. Exactly. Balance is the key. We uh, the, the foods are supposed to be complete and balanced. That's, that's even the words that are used officially. And uh, it's all about the proper balance of the 40-plus nutrients that the animal needs. So what is it that, if you have a healthy dog or a cat, what, what is it that would possibly throw off their gut health? Well, um, they can uh, just age. Uh, an older animal will have uh, more digestive problems. Uh, there's a few breeds of very, uh, these very active, high-energy, high-anxiety breeds. Uh, they uh, will have digestive issues. Uh, the dog can eat uh, something outside, and that can throw off its uh, digestive. Uh, it can throw off its digestive. Uh, balance. So uh, there are many things that can do that. Now, we're going to take a break in a minute. When we come back, what I want to talk to you about is really important. Everyone knows about probiotics. Everyone knows probiotics are good. I want to talk to you a little bit about prebiotics and, and what prebiotics, how they kind of react with probiotics and why it's so important to have both. We're going to talk about that. But one final question before I break. Why so many dog food recalls in the last couple of years? Every day, I get a note from Dog Food Advisor telling me about another recall recall of brands that everyone talks about. Why so many recalls? Well, the truth is, uh, be known, Warren, uh, the recalls, think about how much uh, dog food is made in a day and fed <laughs> the millions and millions. The recalls, uh, people uh, hear about them and they get alarmed, but they're very low numbers uh, relative to the tonnage of food. Now, they are serious. The latest one was with uh, vitamin D where a mistake was made and too much was put in. That's a, that's a problem, uh, human error. But uh, relatively speaking, uh, the number of recalls are not high relative to the total tonnage of foods that is produced. Food that's out there. So what I'm going to do is let me take a break. And when I come back, I want to talk to you about prebiotics versus probiotics. I also want to talk to you about organic versus not organic. And uh, uh, is there a difference between cat food and dog food? A lot of people think that they can feed their dog cat food and vice versa. We'll talk about that. Continue speaking with uh, okay. uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. George Fahey when we come back. But right now, listen to me carefully. You guys have been watching me and listening to me since, oh, Regis and Kathy Lee, the Today Show, the Letterman Show. And I was the creature keeper on the Mickey Mouse. In fact, I used to travel all over the country with Morris the Cat. Remember Morris the Cat? That's how long I go back. And in all those years, I never, ever, ever recommended or endorsed any type of cat litter till recently. I want to introduce you guys to Lucy Pet's Cat's Incredible Cat Litter, the only litter I've ever recommended, the only litter I've ever endorsed. And here's why. I want to talk to you about ammonia. We call it the silent killer. But not only is ammonia dangerous, for your pets, it's dangerous for people as well. Lucy Lucy Pets Cat's Incredible Cat Litter actually, listen to the words I'm going to use, actually prevents ammonia from forming in the first place. In fact, it's patent-pending technology, keeps your home healthy, keeps your home odor-free. Ammonia happens to be the main cause of litter box odors. But with Lucy Pets Cat's Incredible, keeping the box ammonia-free, common sense says the litter is going to stay fresher longer. Cat's Incredible is safe. It's reliable, can be used with all cats. So you might be saying, Warren, why do cats prefer Lucy Pets Cats Incredible Litter? I'll tell you why. It's made with sodium bentonite clay, which, by the way, cats prefer. Even those finicky felines will be incredibly happy 
with their new litter. And I want to talk to you guys about healthy cats. Ammonia can quickly build up in both ordinary clay as well as those alternative litters. This can actually cause respiratory illness, digestive problems, and many other ailments in your cats. Just another reason to switch to Lucy Pets Cats Incredible Cat Litter, environmentally sourced, made here in America. Lucy Pets Cats Incredible is available at Amazon.com and Chewy.com. If you're an Amazon member, Prime, shipping is free, Chewy shipping is free, or do what I do, sit at home, go online, log on to LucyPet.com, that's LucyPet.com. They have some incredible offers going on right now at their website, so log on to LucyPet.com, that's LucyPet.com today. I'm Warren Eckstein, this is The Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein of The Pet Show. You've heard me say it over and over, get the jump on fleas before they get the jump on your pet. My Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplements will help build your dog or cat's natural resistance to fleas without resorting to bomb sprays, dips, or dust. But don't take my word for it. Here's what my listeners say about Hugs and Kisses. To any of the listeners that have had a dog with flea allergy dermatitis for all the many years I've had my little girl, she has had huge patches. Till I got Hugs and Kisses, it is a completely different world. And I can't stress to all the dog listeners, this thing is magic. This will be one of the worst flea seasons ever. So get Hugs and Kisses now. You will notice a difference within 30 days or we'll refund your money. Because when your name is on the label, your reputation is on the line. Keep your pet flea-free. Order Hugs and Kisses today at 1-800-430-HUGS or online at thepetshow.com, T-H-E-PetShow.com, 1-800-430-HUGS. That's 1-800-430-4847, 1-800-430-HUGS. And we are back on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. With me today is Dr. George Fahey. When it comes to your dog or cat's nutrition, he is my go-to guy. So, Dr. Fahey, let me ask you this, okay? A lot of people know about probiotics. I happen to feed my dog a food that has a prebiotic formula. How do prebiotics and probiotics, are they the same? Do they work differently? Does one help the other? I get this question all the time. We know about probiotics. Why aren't more people hearing or using prebiotic formulas with their dogs and cats? Well, probiotics are uh, live microorganisms that are fed, and then uh, the idea is that they would make it all the way through the digestive system to the colon, where they would work. And this is the problem with probiotics. Some of them do make it through the tract, and others don't. A lot of them don't. So uh, probiotics are live organisms. Prebiotics are unique carbohydrates uh, that are food for the probiotic organisms that are already in your gut. So basically, a prebiotic is a special food that stimulates the growth and development of the uh, good bacteria that are in the colon. And so this is a very good strategy for improving digestive health because uh, the milieu of bacteria that are there are benefited by the prebiotic. Now, uh, why do people not uh, feed prebiotic? Well, uh, a lot of pet foods now have prebiotics. Uh, what we're doing is we're trying to put together the dietary fibers along with the prebiotic fibers to make very good mixes that will really be ideal for that bacterial population. That's the that's where the research is, and that's where the, the interest is. So as good as probiotics are, and we all know about probiotics, the prebiotics actually make the probiotics work even better than the probiotics by themselves. So why would anyone not want to give their dog or cat a prebiotic formula? It doesn't make sense. No, they should, because it's a well-researched uh, area that shows 
Uh, let me let me do this. Let me take a quick break. When we come back, we got Dr. George Fahey. I'm going to ask Dr. George Fahey about how pet food is regulated and is most commercial pet food safe. But let me take a quick break and right back uh, to Dr. Fahey. You know, people are always saying, Warren, I want to help animals. What organization should I donate to? I want to share my thoughts about Delta Rescue and how I want you to help. There are countless animals who are abandoned or born or thrown in the wilderness every single day. Delta rescues these frightened little angels. Delta, by the way, stands for Dedication and Everlasting Love to Animals and is the largest no-kill, care-for-life animal sanctuary of its kind in the world. Delta, by the way, is a -a one-of-a-kind rescue because they care for their animals for life. That's what makes them different. The Delta Rescue Sanctuary is staffed by incredibly trained attendants who look after the animals from fresh water, treats, toys, but most importantly, lots and lots of love, allowing the animals to live out their lives in peace and safety. And now, Delta Rescue and I would like to make a special offer to you. If you go to DeltaRescue.org, you can now download the movie Magic for free. Magic starring Christopher Lloyd is a movie about a an angel dog that saves a family. Check it out at Delta Rescue. You can click on Magic and download it for free. There are so many ways to support the meaningful work of my friend Leo Grillo and the amazing stuff they do every day. One special and painless way is to include Delta Rescue in your estate planning like I did. For information on Delta's tax-saving estate planning, go directly to my deltarescue.org slash Warren and ask for my free estate package. It lays out all you need to know about growing your estate through tax savings, which can help you build the size of your estate while letting your compassion for animals live well into the future. And your gifts, take it from me, your gifts go directly, directly to the animals. Log on to deltarescue.org, that's deltarescue.org, or give them a call, 661-269-4010, or log on to DeltaRescue.org today. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Back on The Pet Show with me uh, today is Dr. George Fahey, my go-to guy when it comes to animal nutrition. Dr. Fahey, we don't have a whole lot of time, so let me ask you this question. What is it that could throw off a dog or cat's gut health in our home? Uh, in the home, it could be uh, the where they would eat uh, uh, materials that would cause them to be sick, but there's not much, uh, there are not many things in the home that would uh, throw it off for very long. The key thing about gut health is a long-term issue that you have to have a good food. It has to be well-balanced. It has to have all the nutrients and nutraceuticals. And uh, if that is in place, the dog and cat will be fine. And quickly, one more answer. What about the people that are constantly changing from this dog food to that dog food to this cat food to that cat food? They get five different answers from five different people. They're always changing their pet's food. Good idea or bad idea? Bad idea, because that's uh, one of the things that will disrupt digestive health in a hurry, is just changing the food too often. There should be no reason to, uh, there should be no reason really to to, uh, change foods too often. And if you do uh, do that, you have to take about two weeks adaptation to new food. And change it. Hey, we're running out of time, but Dr. Fahey, let me thank you again. I have your cell phone number now. <laughs> I have your office number now. You are in trouble anytime I have a nutritional question, which is above and beyond my, my pay grade. I'm going to call you, but thanks a lot. I think you made a big difference in explaining to people prebiotics, probiotics, all that made a big difference. Dr. Fahey, thank you for joining me on the Pet Show today. 
Appreciate we'll, it. We'll speak again soon. I appreciate it. Until next week, guys, you know what to do. You know I love your dogs and cats as much as you do. Give all of them, all of them, a big hug and a kiss for you and a special hug and a kiss right between the ears for me. I'm Warren Eckstein, and you've been listening to The Pet Show.